Hey guys, welcome back for another episode of Shoot As Well. This is episode three. And today we're discussing breakout candidates for 2019-2020 NBA season. With me, I have the man, the man that calls himself Magic Johnson. D Swizzle, how are you? Good, mate. Good. Good to be back. Yeah, great to have you back. And we got the Philly fan in the house. We have Reg. How are you, Reg? Hi, too good. How are you? Good, good, good. I'm ready to go. Like, you know, I've been waiting for this all week. This is this is the this is my time, our time. <laughs> all right, let's 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 kick this off. Uh, so, D Swizzle, let's can you um, talk about your breakout candidates and give us reasons why they are breakout candidates. All right, uh, the first player I'm going to be talking about is, uh, and I'm going to make some bold predictions with with these players that I'm going to uh, suggest the breakout candidates for the coming season. The first player I'm going to talk about is Trey Young of the Atlanta Hawks, the floor general, the what I would consider this uh, a budding superstar of the league um, in his first. NBA season last year, um, played 81 games, almost 31 minutes per game, uh, averaged 19.1 points, 3.7 rebounds, 8.1 assists. This is from a rookie, a rookie. Um, Doncic was running away with the Rookie of the Year award um, among pundits, among fans, amongst every every mr and mrs smith out there um but after the all-star break trey young gave him a run for his money where he actually made it a conversation that trey young was the real deal and that he was the rookie of the year now coming from um playing for the sooners um in his college uh, career um, he is the first and only player to lead the NCAA in both points and assists in a single season, um, earning him fifth pick in that year's draft. Now, what, I'm, what I am putting down um, and my bold prediction of why he is going to be a breakout candidate this year is not only will he have one year of NBA experience going through the grind, going through the shootouts, the practices, the big-time games, um, is that my prediction is Trey Young will make the all-star team this year. That's a big call for a sophomore player in the league, but I'm looking at his team that he is now leading. Um, Kevin Herter, they've just drafted DeAndre Hunter, um, who's, uh, who's just come from a national championship with the Virginia Cavaliers. Um, I think they'll work well together, forming that backcourt and wing positions. Hawks did a great job in this year's draft, drafting also Cam Reddish. And then you have John Collins, who's going to be a standout player. These are all players that Trey is going to lead. That assist total that he got last year of 8.1 assists, I think he can get into double figures. I think he'll average a double-double this year, um, as well as when I say double-double, I'm talking about 20 points a game and 10 assists. Uh, And that will lead him to an all-star selection. He's got a serviceable bench. The team is revolved around 
his style, his style of play. And he is Steph Curry 2.0, raring to go, even started his NBA season and his NBA career quicker than Steph. So we all saw it. Um, there was a game in March of last season where in a quadruple overtime loss to Chicago, Trey dropped 49 points and 16 assists. Um, that's no fluke. He's a scorer and he's a passer and he makes other players better. So that's my first breakout candidate of the new upcoming season. Okay. Uh, Reg, do you have anything uh, to say about Trey Young? I, I agree with a lot of the things you just said, Sizzle, but the thing that's standing out for, for me and, and Trey Young is his defence. Um, I mean, he is a dynamo offensive player and the stats you, you just shared with everybody um, are testament to that. But um, his defence needs improvement if he wants to be an, a, a legitimate breakout candidate this year. I think he needs to, to work hard at being um, a, a solid two-way player. Um, so that's, that's my only question mark for Trey Young. Well, there, there are... Being, uh, having only played one year in the league, mm. um, there are obviously aspects of his game that could do with improving. I mean, he only shot 30, 32.4% from three-point mm. range last season. Um, that was down from his college career of 36%. Um, his three-point percentage clip could well improve and point taken regarding his defense. But um, the, the same could be said of uh, Steph Curry, who has previously won an MVP award and has also previously been given unanimous nods to the All-NBA first team. Um, but to be a complete player, uh, I'd, I'd, I, I wouldn't disagree with that. But if we're talking about taking the game to the next level, I think the Hawks will make the playoffs this year and that Trey Young will be a big part of that. And uh, for me, that, that justifies um, uh, legitimacy as a breakout candidate this year. Yeah, I guess my argument about Trey Young is um, he, he started really well and uh, majority of rookies um, struggle in their sophomore year. That sophomore so, yeah. slump. Yeah, sophomore slump. And, but he's, he's playing for the Hawks, so he's got to get a lot of ball. Um, and the second thing is, People are actually got to take him seriously now. They'll scout him properly. Um, you know, when you play against a rookie or you, you don't know his game, um, you basically get an opportunity to score a lot because you know the the guy guarding him didn't do the homework. But now that uh, he's, he's he's developed a name for himself, they'll definitely um, look for his tendencies. Cool. Uh, let's move on. Let's move on to the next one. So, so so Reg, uh, so what? Who is your breakout candidate? My first candidate yeah. is uh, Mr. Jason Tatum from the Boston Celtics. Um, I feel like he's a pretty obvious one. Um, I feel like he, before, um, before Kyrie left, he, sorry, before Kyrie got injured when he was um, with the Celtics a couple of seasons ago, um, I feel like, I feel like Jason Tatum was, was well on the way to, to having his breakout season. Um, 
sorry, I think I've got that mixed up. So um, when Kyrie got injured, the doors opened for Jason Tatum. Um, his um, efficiency improved, his usage rate improved. Um, and then Kyrie came back in the 2018 season and um, things kind of just seemed to fall away for the Celtics, um, in- including Jason Tatum. Um, but now that uh, Kyrie's gone again, I think Jason can get right back on that wagon um, and show everybody um, the potential that he has. So I think um, I think the doors have opened for for Jason to to break out and and start leading um, the Celtics to another championship potentially, um, and uh, and yeah. So I think well, not, I think yeah. You're not Go wrong ahead. there. The, the 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 doors have opened up. I mean, no Horford, no um, Ter- Terry Rozier. Um, there's theory. there's some certain certain holes in that Celtics roster now that need to be filled, and um, if Tatum can get back to to the form that he showed, um, where he um, is an alpha on the team, because I think he really really was uh, was a bit timid last year, um, and and I think uh, to you you. So you raised this earlier in that, you know, going through that sophomore slump. I think mm. he, he, he really hit that wall last year. Um, and because, like, like you said, people expect it. People can read his game better. Um, but certainly, certainly the opportunity is there for him now. And uh, Coach Stevens is, is still arguably one of the better coaches, if not in the top five coaches in the league. And he knows how to bring out the best of these players. And high up there on that list, that offense will revolve around him and Kemba. And yeah. um, those two guys have got to put points on the board to be successful. The other thing that I think people um, maybe haven't realised is, even though generally um, last season it was a kind of seen that that Tatum dropped in in um, in terms of his um, in terms of his showiness, in terms of his um, you know explosion on the court, but his stats actually improved. Um, yep. If you're looking at his rookie year compared to last year, his stats improved, and um, if that's anything to go by, he is in for a big year this year. He's only just going to get better. This is coming from a Phoenix fan. Okay. All right. So I guess where it gets interesting, though, is, um, you know, he's, he's widely expected to have a breakout season um, this mm. year, but, but where does that the line between expecting him to have a breakout season and then putting pressure on him to have a breakout season? Yeah. Is he still getting I... trained by Kobe? Because, you know... He might have that Mamba mentality by now. My thoughts on uh, Tatum. Uh, I think he sprained his ankle last night, so hopefully it's not that bad. He doesn't miss the season and he's still playing FIFA. Uh, the, yeah, the thing with him is uh, when he had the breakout year in his rookie year, it was unexpected. So I guess like um, Trey Young, uh, similar thing. Uh, but the, the Celtics... 
pretty much there's four of them on the US team. So I, I think they'll mesh together and I think he will be a standout this year for sure. Uh, good choice, so though. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, good choices. So moving on to me. I think my first pick is Donovan Mitchell. Main reason why is he, he, as a rookie, he averaged 20 points and assumed the main, main man status. Uh, last year, he raised his average uh, to 23.8. Uh, and then he, he improved. He became the man. The trade for Mike Connolly will allow him to work with a veteran and understand what it is to, to be a professional. Like um, getting ready for the games, how to prepare, how to think for a long season. He didn't really have that. Um, he didn't really have that um, semi-all-star guard in, in Utah. So I think with with these things and also on the US team, a lot a lot of the stars aren't available. So Walker and Donovan Mitchell uh, have been the main men. So that will allow him to take it to the next level. Uh, we we all see that the US uh, players that come from inter- international com- uh, competition, when they come back to the NBA the season after, uh, literally they, they take off uh, and then become um, make it to the next level. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, D. Suzel, what do you think about my pick? I like it. If we're talking about breakout and improving, um, I think we called this on an earlier podcast that uh, Spider Mitchell um, will make an all-star team this year. Uh, I, I think that's a very real possibility um, given his talent and the market. I mean, the you could see how his profile is growing and with that profile comes a better understanding of how he deals with the public, how he, how he, um, how he gets on with the media, how he then um, translates that onto his on-court performances. I mean, the, this is somewhat um, adjacent to, to the life on the hardwood, but signing that, um, releasing a, 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 a sneaker um, based on the Spider-Man theme. I think you know that's that's transcending borders now. Internationally toured through China, promoting his new shoe. Um, his profile is just getting bigger and bigger. And I think with a bigger profile as well comes with um, that um, that momentum to to get the accolades and to make. Um, to make the all-star teams and all-NBA teams because people are talking about you. The focus is on you and if you can deliver, which I have every confidence that Donovan Mitchell will this year, I think he'll, um, he's going to be installed for a big year ahead. Sure. Well, Reg, thoughts? I like it. I like it a lot for all the reasons you guys, you guys just said. He... Um, Everybody loves him. He's got no pressure. He's got no pressure to make um, last-ditch plays anymore. He's got, he lost Rookie of the Year, but so what? He's happy. He's got a good team around him. He's, um, he's doing what he loves, and it's, it's very clear that that's what's happening, and all of that is giving him a foundation to, um, to be even better and break out this season. So I, I like it a lot. Awesome, awesome. Uh, so I'll, I'll move on to my next pick, uh, Ben Simmons. So he, he doesn't have a jump shot, but he's been dominating. Uh, the, the jump shot has been uh, hindering his game uh, to allow him to, to get to the next level in the playoffs. 
So he signed that $170 million deal. Uh, he skipped the, the Australian team for the FIFA World Cup uh, to, to work on his jump shot. So yeah, in earlier podcasts, we, we mentioned that um, there's videos uh, servicing that Ben's hitting his jump shots with these. So I think that um, he's going to step up to the next level and, and be the LeBron 2.0. Uh, Reg, start with you, Reg. What do you think? <laughs> I, it, it's not going to happen. He, I guess the, the first thing is he needs to learn how to shoot. And I know you said he's been practicing, but I just don't see it happening. This season, at least. If he can shoot a jump shot, that's it. Lights out. He gets breakout of the year. But I don't see it happening. And and you call yourself a 76ers fan, so you like it to happen, but you don't believe it's going to happen. Yes, yeah. I, okay. I'm a realist. There you have it. Just keeping it real, uh, mate. Keep it real. Walk away now. Dizzle, your thoughts? On Mr. Simmons, my thoughts on Ben, uh, I'm actually... I thought I was going to be the, the, the outlier here. I was going to disagree with you. Um, but um, that's because there's no bias on this podcast and I thought Reg would be backing up a boy. Um, but uh, I, I just don't see a breakout year for Ben. I, I think that roster, that uh, Sixers roster is that stacked that statistically... I don't think he will get the same statistics and stats that he has in previous seasons. Whether that gauges success or breakout candidacy, um, I think when players talk about how successful their season was, they talk about did they win a championship? Did they um, did they perform better? Um, did their team perform better during the year? How did they get over the second round of the pl- uh, playoffs? Um, that they couldn't get over the year before. I just don't see Ben putting up the same numbers as he has done in his previous season, um, given the, the the roster depth, that the starting lineup depth of the 76ers. And I, uh, look, I, I think that in the Sixers might be in flux. I think there's going to be a bit of a, the big two there with Joel, Embiid and Ben. Uh, I, I see some friction there. Uh, I'm just I'm just calling it how I see it. You know, one player's gotten a fat contract, the other one is waiting in the wings, and the player that's supposed to be um, the process that's bringing Philly to the Glory Road um, is is the one that's been left behind in in in, in being shown the money. So I think there's going to be some friction there in Philly um, breakout, and that'll affect. This on this issue about breakout candidacy for Ben Simmons, so I'm a I, I'm in disagreement with with that pick. Welcome, fair enough, fair enough. We'll see. We'll we'll basically see how the season goes for these guys, and um, yeah, we'll watch. Well, it for sure. you know, if he if he makes the bloody All NBA first team, then I'll have egg on my face. So um, <laughs> that'll be fun. See that. Nothing, nothing new. Nothing new. <laughs> Uh, so, so let's move on to you, Reg. Um, who is your second breakout candidate for this season? So I like I like the Pels, and I like Brandon Ingram. 
um, if you're talking about breakout candidates, he in the talks. He's um, he just got traded from the Lakers. He was one of their um, signature pieces of this monster deal um, that brought AD to the Lakers. Um, and and before his season got cut short um, due to uh, blood clots, I think it was. Um, he was Ingram was on a tear. Um, so if he can pick that up again and no longer in the shadow of LeBron James, um, he's in for a pretty good season. Cool. Dizzle, what do you think? I have my doubts. I have my doubts on Ingram. Look, no doubt he's a talent. Um, the medical condition worries me. The 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 jostling that will be be done in a young Pels team also worries me. I mean, I think there's going to be some in-house fighting about who's going to be alpha dog in that team. Um, I'm there's there's a lot of talent there. You've got Zion there. Is it Zion's team? Is it Lonzo Ball's team? Is it still Drew Holiday's team? I think that's uh, there's going to be a bit of tension in that team. Um, how Ingram fits into that, whether he's going to be option one, option two, or even just be a bit role player, there's 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 a lot of grey and there's a lot of what ifs that are going to be involved. But the biggest what if is is his is his health. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's going to be interesting how Pell's management and Pell's coaching staff are going to manage um, Ingram this year. But no doubt the talent's there. I'm not disagreeing that the talent's there. Um, it's 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 a matter of you know if we're talking about breakout, we're talking about building upon building upon the foundation that's been laid in last season and and if applicable the seasons prior. I don't know if he will increase his production. That's just my view on Brandon Ingram. Cool. Uh, so I, I basically, um, I'm similar to yours. Um, my opinion is similar to yours. Uh, so the blood clots, you've seen ex-NBA players like Chris Boss, um, he ended his career. So I, I do have some concerns there. And even before, before that, yeah, he, he was on a tear, but he was on a tear on, on a losing team. So I don't think uh, he has what it takes in terms of his personality uh, and his uh, demeanor. And I think he did try to hit Chris Paul last year. So that, that showed me something that I didn't see in him, the aggro. Uh, but other than that, um, there hasn't been enough for me to, to show that um, he's going to do anything in, in uh, yeah, New Orleans. Because as uh, Deeswizzle said, no one knows who's the top dog or alpha dog in that team. I think the first 20 games will show who will be and, and who, who will fall in line. If they don't fall in line, there may be more trades happening. So that is my view on that. So D Swizzle, uh, just moving on to you. Who is your next pick? My last player I want to talk about in this episode about breakout candidates. And it's a little left field in this one. Uh, for fantasy purposes, I think um, this is a clear breakout candidate, but for reality purposes, um, it could be questionable. Uh, I'm talking about Miles Bridges of the Charlotte Hornets, 6'7", 
225 pound small forward. Um, the reason why I say that he is a breakout candidate is we're talking about Charlotte here. And I'm looking at this Charlotte roster and I just can't see anyone on this roster who's going to consistently put up points. So there's a big, big void um, when it comes to uh, the show pony stats, you know, your, your points and your rebounds. Um, I'm looking at this roster and Terry Rogier will get his own. He'll eat this year because there's no one left. Um, Malik Monk is untested. Batum, I think, is past his, well past his overdue date. And he's still getting paid well um, despite that. Marvin Williams, Cody Zeller, Willie Hanna and Gomez. I mean, I'm looking at this roster and you're thinking uh, the criticisms were made of Charlotte last year. Can a college team beat Charlotte? And I'm looking at this roster this year and it's, it's even worse with the departure of Kemba to the Celts. So um, I like Bridges. Okay. Yeah. Rich? Yeah, I like Bridges because of the endless opportunity he has at Charlotte to thrive. He's an athletic wing. Um, we saw that last year. He participated in the slam dunk contest. Um, he kind of reminds me of Aaron Gordon of the Orlando Magic. Um, if he can transpire his, his game, he had a pretty meager season as a rookie, but... Um, Coming, coming from, you know, um, Michigan State, coming into his first full NBA season, we're only talking about 7.5 points a game and four rebounds. Um, decent field goal percentages at 46%. Um, needs to improve the three ball percentages. Um, his free throw percentages could also use with an improve, but I think with improvement, um, improvement, comes by way of opportunity and I think he's got that in spades in Charlotte. Um, expect big things from Miles this year. I, I think um, if anything, the prediction on my end will that will be that Miles um, Bridges will lead the team in points this season and that is my take on him being a breakout candidate. Okay. Ridge, what do you think? Yeah, I don't know. I, I just, I don't see Charlotte being competitive at all this season. And, and Miles Bridges will be good. He'll, he's a long-term um, future. But I don't see Charlotte being competitive and I don't see anybody standing out this season for their team. Um, so I... I yeah, Charlotte's, Charlotte. Charlotte's not a very exciting prospect for me this season, um, and I don't think I don't think that's a good um, environment for for Bridges to to step up and have a breakout year. Okay. Oh, I'm not disagreeing with you that it's a shit environment, um, <laughs> um, a shit spot to be in. Um, I'm not disagreeing with you there, but the team has to field our squad to play in mm. at a minimum 82 games a season. Um, someone's got to put points on the board out of this team. And I think Bridges will be the guy. So my thoughts, my thoughts, um, I didn't know who you were talking about. Um, <laughs> so I had to Google it. 
<laughs> so Miles Bridges, um, to look it up his stats, uh, from a math- mathematical point of view, uh, he, he did a lot uh, in terms of when he got on the court, 20 minutes a game. He's an uh, average three-point shooter. Yeah, he was on a slam dunk competition. That's where I know him. Yeah. I yeah. Asked him, uh, when, he, when he slam dunk, um, yeah, he, he did a couple of good dunks. But yeah, other than that, I don't... I agree with you that someone has to score the points, so it could be him. But yeah, I don't, I don't see it. I don't see it. Like there, there has to be, he has to get the starting nod um, over, I guess, the more expensive players in front of him. Uh, and Michael Jordan has to make it a full youth movement. If he does that and he benches all his uh, so-called stars uh, for trade bait, it definitely can happen. But yeah, this one's kind of out of left field for me. So I can't agree with this one. So I'm against it. Well, I can't always conform to the, the norm here. But uh, <laughs> uh, that's why you guys love me to be on this show because uh, I like to think outside the box. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right that's why so I will. Yep, go, Rich. Sorry. No, I was just, just going to say. It's fair enough you hadn't watched him or you hadn't remembered him from the slam dunk competition because everyone after Donovan Mitchell is kind of forgettable. (laughs) Very true. Uh, The young generation. With that, I think we're going to close off this podcast. So, yeah, so if you you like our podcast, um, support what we do. Uh, Make sure you you like us on YouTube. Like us, uh, follow us on Spotify. Uh, and all our social medias, uh, which we'll link below. Uh, it, it will show us that we're doing something correct and you like listening to us. Uh, and we'll keep on producing more for you guys. So if you've got any ideas, um, just post them up directly to me if you don't want to post on social media. Uh, I've been getting some feedback for some of my friends. Um, they're, they're a bit shy on social media. So just DM me. Um, yeah, just any ideas at all. Uh, we'd be happy to talk about it. Um, yeah, other than that, uh, any closing statements, uh, D-Swizzle and Reg? It's going to be exciting to watch players develop um, and, and players um, who you no one would ever have picked at the start of the season to do well. And, and that's what I'm looking forward to this year is that, uh, that uh, someone, someone in the league wowing us by their improvement so um, i'm looking forward to that and rich yeah i agree i want it to be someone that that no one's no one's even thought about at this point of the year so i'm looking forward to that so with, with that um we'll close off this podcast remember we we are the fans or the fans see you next episode Bye. Later, guys.